you people can tell me to stop. Lower the lights down. Hand over my crown. Hand over my heart. I do this for my town. I do this for my crowd. So turn me up real loud. My time. My time. None of you people can tell me to stop. What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to Next Gen Radio. This is a talk show where we bring you the fun facts about fitness, health, diet, and exercise. This is episode number 97, and I am your host, Mike Ercolano, and I am here with my co-host, Kelly Krause, and two other co-hosts, Anthony Zaro. Hello. And John Esposito. Hello, hello. Kelly, you didn't say hi. Hi, everybody. You don't like anybody today? Um, All right, so today, what I'd like to do first is start with a um, reading a new review that we got. Ooh, Uh, exciting. exciting. This review is from uh, JMINI91, so I guess... Uh, we know who it is, but we won't say his name out there. But uh, uh, he wrote, I've been a member of NGTC for over a year now, and Next Gen Radio is a cool little supplement to my membership. It's refreshing to listen to when I'm coding at work. Ooh, I guess he's a coder. Mike and Kelly have great conversations. We'll edit that to put John and Anthony in there for <laughs> today. Um, and it's nice when they have other trainers on the show to get get to know them better and share unique perspectives from their different areas of, of expertise. One of the best aspects of NGTC is that the staff are real people without any egos. Keep up the great work. Well, Jam JMIN91. Thank you. We will do the best we can to give the good work. So that was awesome. He's getting a hat and a hoodie. I was gonna say we we know uh, who you are, so we'll uh, we'll give you some gear uh, in in person, some merch in person, podcast merch. Um, We we appreciate you giving us that five star review and uh, yeah, thank you for taking the time to write that. Absolutely, very thoughtful. Absolutely, and uh, anyone else who uh, who would like to uh, help us grow the show, if you could please do the same. Uh, If you're a member, we'll give you a next gen hat or or shirt. Um, or Next Gen Radio had a shirt. Uh, if you're not a member, just send your email in when you uh, give a review, and uh, we'll send it to you. So uh, thank you, Jam, I and I, something like that, 91. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today we have a full staff here today, of, uh, or a full uh, a squad here for, for the podcast, because we, we want to talk about um, the topic of recovery. Uh, actually, the person who sent that uh, um, or gave us that five-star review actually requested this topic as well uh, in person. Um, so we wanted to bring our uh, expert recovery guy, John, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, his, uh, I don't know, apprentice, uh, Anthony. Yeah, sure, that well, works. Thank yeah. you for having us. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess I'm yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, I don't know. So... Uh, I don't know. Someone take the take the reins because I don't know exactly what. All you guys right, so talk let's because I got the I got the request. So okay, can I just say his name? Yeah. All right. So James asked um, for a recovery podcast because James excitedly he just upped his membership Ooh, um, nice. to be in four times a week. So he's oh, awesome. like, I'm in here, you know, four times a week. We know he plays hockey. He's a busy mm-hmm. guy, um, and hockey's late at night too. Remember, he obviously you guys know that. Um, mm-hmm. So he's out late with that, and then he's in the morning, you know, four days a week doing his workout thing. So he wants to know what he should be doing on his days off, off recovery-wise. Ooh. That's yeah. a question. That is yeah. a good question. Well, I mean, my always my first answer is is trying to keep up with your sleep, no matter if it's an off day or an on day. Mm-hmm. So if it has to be getting a little extra sleep in the morning on those off days or having to get a little bit of sleep in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. it's always going to be- benefit you to get that recovery in there. Um, it'd be also just kind of maintaining up on your hydration and all your supplements too. That's always my go-to is sleep, hydration, mm-hmm. supplements. Nutrition. Mm-hmm. You get everything to back down to kind of like a neutral and you can work from there. Okay. 
I what agree. do you think? <laughs> what if what if he came in here and he he's on day, it's his fourth workout right. and he just played hockey last night, right? So he's in here, he wants to work out, he wants to get his fourth workout in. We know what we have out there, what's mm. on the board. What how are you going to treat him differently because, you know, he might be a little spent. Well, James's fatigue factor's probably kicked in quite a bit. Like you said, he's going to be a little spent. So mm-hmm. the intensity of the workout's probably going to stay a little bit on the lower end. So he's one of those ones that tends to use like a my zone so we can see his heart rate a little bit mm-hmm. so our goal would be to keep him into those lower ends trying to avoid what we call like the athletic standard heart rate so that like red area mm-hmm. or high yellows we're trying to keep him in that like midpoints of the heart rate zone so the body's still getting some work in there but it's not enough to build up like lactic acid right. to build up all these extra chemicals and compounds in the body that make you fatigued and tired afterwards so we're, if we were talking about a my zone it would be blue and green yeah right? that blue We'd and green area there. absolutely okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, my my first go-tos are pretty much the same as, as John. Eat enough, sleep well, drink water. Those are your basics. And then from there, you know, if things are sore, we treat those things. My, my favorite thing and my favorite thing to give people is an Epsom salt bath. Soak an Epsom salt 30 to 40 minutes. Let that soak in. Wait about 15, 20 minutes for your body to cool down a little bit. Roll and stretch. That'll make you feel like a brand new person. And if it doesn't, then we move from there mm-hmm. with certain specific things that'll start to bother him. He's a hockey player and he comes in we do a lot of full body. We do two days a week, our, our lower body days. So we know that we're going to beat up his legs a little bit and he's going to be a little bit more beat up than usual. We focus those areas, tell him, give him specific stretches and specific rolling and specific things to do to help with that. And you know, like like John said, if he comes in, he's fatigued. We always check in, see how people feel before their workouts, so that we can mm-hmm. make you have sure a gauge when he comes in exactly yeah. that they don't overwork certain areas, and that we can modify so that the recovery is easier and better, mm-hmm. so that he can come in next week for four days and feel good. You don't right. You, you know, uh, there are days where you're going to be sore and tired. You didn't sleep well. You didn't eat enough. Work sucked. You know. Uh, d- that, that happens. That's life. life happens. That's life, right? Absolutely. You got to be able to roll with it. And then, you know, <laughs> trying to stay on top of your health is hard. It's another full-time job. Mm-hmm. Just drinking enough water is a full-time job in yeah. itself. Yeah. Between filling up your water, going to the bathroom, it's, it's, it's a pain in the ass. But you have to do it. And that's how you, you stay recovered and you stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You got anything to say about that, Mike? Um, well, I mean... I got a lot of things to say about about that. I think in this specific situation, if James was coming in, it's just a simple conversation before his workout to see where he's at, uh, his energy level, and and uh, and just kind of base the workout from there, you know. But I think in general recovery, um, you know, it, it it depends on your goals, who you are. Um, if you're someone who's, uh, let's say, a, a high level athlete needing to compete. Uh, to me, recovery is more important to monitor um, than someone who's just in general fitness and they come in and they might be a little bit sore, they might be a little bit tired, but they're still getting a workout in um, and they're still bettering their health and, and um, you know, moving on. And it might not be 100% uh, workout or like they're not giving, they might not be able to give 100% because they're a little tired, a little fatigued, um, but giving 80% is better than not giving any percentage. So, um, you know, recovery is a, is a hot topic, uh, especially recently over the last, I don't know, a couple of years or so, maybe less than that, uh, you know, with, uh, ice baths becoming super popular and, uh, yeah, well, and, and look, those are all things we could get into and talk about. Um, mm-hmm. but I just, I think in, in general for the general client 
out there, the regular person, uh, you know, recovery, yes, it's important, but it's more important to get into the gym and work out and not use that as an excuse to miss a day. Keep moving, right? Being Mm -hmm. consistent. Being consistent. Being consistent with with everything you do, getting into the gym and your your recovery habits, you know? Sure. And I I just, I think that um, people would be surprised uh, about, you know, how much you can push yourself, you know, like you can work out when you're sore. You know, if you're, you know, if it takes you 15 minutes to squat down on the, on the toilet bowl, then no, maybe you shouldn't work out. But if you're a little sore and like, it, it's like, Ooh, you my feel legs better. are feeling it going up yeah. the, the yeah. stairs. That's no reason to take a day off. You right. know, so we actually, sorry to cut you off, um, no, you're good. but me and my, my head coach at, at Randolph had this conversation with our track team the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, the way he put it was hair of the dog. Same way as when you feel a little hungover, you <laughs> right. crack another beer, you feel way better. <laughs> right. We have a hard workout the day before you come in, you're sore as shit. You don't want to run, but mm-hmm. the best thing for you is to do two laps on the track, get moving, and your right. body Warm starts yeah. to feel better. Yeah, It's all that it, being consistent and and that same thing, hair of the dog. You go back and do it again, and it helps you feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another thing to avoid having to recover as much is doing your due diligence while you're in the gym, too. So taking yep. a little time to get here early and foam roll if you know you have spots that are typically sore. Huge. Stretch mm-hmm. out the muscles that you knew you worked. And if you don't know the stretches, you still try to get some kind of recovery aspect going in there, whether it's hopping on the bike, getting back on a foam roller like you did in the beginning, mm-hmm. or just walking around the gym afterwards. Something light is always going to help better the body afterwards. So recovery is not as long and is not as big as an aspect too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Proper cool down is, is important. Not Absolutely. Getting your workout in and then just hop it in your car, sprinting home or, or right. jumping in the shower and then going to work and like the Sit stress levels stay high, cortisol levels stay high. You don't have an opportunity to get back down to, to baseline. Um, and that 100% will extend your recovery and, and not allow you to recover fully because that's you know oh, a big part of it is coming down after that workout. I would guarantee a good a good portion of the people who walk into this store, if they spent five, 10 minutes at the end of their workout to just hop on the bike again or mm-hmm. hop on a foam roller for a little bit, they would not have the soreness they tend to see. Sure. Mm-hmm. They would definitely be a little less, or they'll move a little bit better. The joints will move a little bit better because they have consistent fluid going into them. Mm-hmm. And obviously the, the DOMS, the delayed onset muscle mm-hmm. soreness, won't be as bad because lactic acids are getting drained mm-hmm. out now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, And then to, to build off what you said, the, the doing your dil- dil- due diligence, John is uh, incredible with his activations. So I, whenever I used to do any squats or hinge, my lower back would always flare up. And then John, I asked John about it. He told me I need to, do, I need to start doing more glute activations before I do my squats or my hinges. And I put that into practice. And now I'm not sore for two days after I do those movements. I'm just regular sore for one day (laughs) after, instead of being in pain and starting my day half bent over, I can actually go through my day and not be in pain. I'm just muscle sore. So that doing your due diligence, John, all of our trainers are very knowledgeable about these things. And if you just take five seconds to ask and then actually do what we tell you to do in the gym before your workouts, because you know, different people need different things. And one of the issues we see a lot in here is everybody likes to look around at what the person next to them is doing. And if they're not doing the same thing, it doesn't seem right. But, you know, for you, if you, if John says, hey, you need to do 10 glute bridges before you do a squat, do your 10 glute bridges. It takes an extra 30 seconds and you'll feel way better for it. Mm-hmm. Good point. Um, now, Mike, you train Vilson mm-hmm. and you train Vinny, who are both, you know, a professional in their 
their their trade athletic there. We'll field. say, yeah, yeah thank right. you. Yeah. So sure. they've come in here like one or two days prior to a fight for Velson or an event for uh, Vinny. So what do you do with them on those days? Right, they've been training, training, training up till fight time. So now mm-hmm. we're two days out. They're obviously not going to go heavy and hard. What are you doing with them on those days? Uh, it, it depends. So for both of them, they're a little bit differently, and, and everyone's a little different in that situation. Like, um, we'll just use those two for example. Like Vilson likes to get a little bit more of a sweat going and more cardio type base. I just mm-hmm. like to keep them moving and sweating, and you know, it's nothing really. I to be honest, I probably wouldn't even have him train at all, like five days out or four days out. Okay. Um, but he likes to stay he moving, to, so yeah. stay moving and. and um, with Vinny, it, it, it depends on how he's feeling, where he's at. Uh, you know, it might just be more of a like a mobility type base day with John, uh, mm-hmm. or we might do more conditioning day. But it's definitely not, um, you know, anything that's super strenuous or, or gonna put them where they have to, you know, be in a, or, or they're gonna need a full recovery before they um, they go into competition. So, you know, it's really dependent on the individual and their their goals, um, you know, uh, and where they're competing. Vinny's a, a heavyweight or bigger guy. He's a little smaller heavyweight now, but, um, you know, he needs uh, a little bit more of that recovery and mm-hmm. strength going into it. Vilson could, you know, do a workout and he recovers, you know, in, in 30 minutes and, and he's ready to go again. You yeah. know, he's a, yeah. he's 135 pounds and Vinny's 225 pounds. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it depends on where who, each individual, but um, it, it's definitely – more of a um, pulling the reins back than trying to push them uh, the week of. Yeah. I, I can speak to that a little bit also with my so so today is actually a pre meet day. We we compete tomorrow morning. Um, when we have pre meet, it's um, we get them moving. It's like bo- jog or bike, and then we have a mobility day and skill work. So hurdlers hurdle, jumpers jump. We'd work handoffs and starts, but no real workouts. Every once in a while, we'll do a maintenance lift. Um, lightweight high reps just to keep them moving mm-hmm. depending on what we did the rest of the week um we did some heavy workouts earlier this week so we're just doing strictly mobility and skill work today before we compete tomorrow mm-hmm. makes sense now if we're going back to answering james's questions though since he's on four days a week in the gym and mm-hmm. i think he's on two days at, well, at least one or two days of hockey the best thing would be just keep it on top of the basics more than anything else is making sure you're hitting your actual amount of water you need to get in a day for his sake, probably need to hit a couple of the amino acids as well, because he's using muscle in various different ways. It's not just lifting heavy. He's lifting heavy. He's moving fast. He's moving quick. He's got mm-hmm. a lot of endurance going on. So it's multiple aspects of muscle soreness rather than just I'm sore because I picked up something heavy right. and put it down. Right. Mm-hmm. He's sore because he picked up something he moved his hips in every plane of motion he can. He was going fast down the ice, having to decelerate, having to explode again. He's got all of these different aspects he needs to go against. So his my biggest tip for him would be just getting back to baseline. So get everything back to neutral. Every day he's on an off day, make sure he hits all of his calories, hitting all of his water, trying to get his BCAAs, any other supplements he takes in there on a consistent basis. And most importantly is that sleep. Those mm-hmm. seven, eight hours of sleep, especially somebody yeah. that involved and that busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. needs to have something needs to have that yeah. consistent and that's and i think so he's got like 10 o'clock games like that's late. yeah, yeah it's during tough. a week mm-hmm. well yeah. and it comes down to scheduling too right yeah. if if don't probably not scheduling if you can if you get away with not scheduling the uh, workout the next morning if you have a 10 o'clock game the night before 
you know, that's just being, uh, I guess, organized with your schedule Mm -hmm. uh, could definitely help with that. But um, just want to just touch on one point uh, because we've been talking a lot about soreness and soreness isn't necessarily an indicator of if you're um, fatigued, right? If you need more uh, recovery and soreness isn't necessarily an indicator if you, you know, didn't work out hard enough either, right? Soreness is just soreness right there's that doesn't mean that you you didn't work out too hard or didn't work out hard enough and it doesn't mean you need more time off it it, every um situation especially when it comes to soreness is different right and Mm um not being sore and being um weaker is a sign of also being um or needing more recovery right like if you, you show up and just you don't have um, it takes a while, a while to get up to speed. You don't, your muscles aren't, you know, getting warmed up. Your heart rate's slow. You can't get going. Like that's a good sign that you're probably overtraining a little bit, or that you at least need that day off, um, or a, a lighter session that day. Right? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, being or needing recovery, you know, it could show up in both ways. Right? Absolutely. It could be Absolutely. where you feel beat up, or it could feel like where you can't get going at all. Yeah. So. And fatigue does have the, like you're saying too, on top of that muscular side of things, energy side of things, cognitive ability drops mm-hmm. down when you Absolutely. get fatigued, even if it's not a heavy fatigue on the whole entire nervous system. But if certain parts of the body are taking the brunt of everything, mm-hmm. the other parts of the body start to lag. Yeah. The brain starts Absolutely. to get a little tired and fatigued. It's got to put more energy towards keeping your heart rate low, getting your blood flow going around the body, mm-hmm. giving nutrients delivered. So if you're missing out on all those big keys, no matter what, it's going to be a little, right. bit of a, a little bit of a drop. Right. performance and then you always have to factor factor in regular life these all these people go home and they have their jobs they have their lives they have right. kids they have this they have that stress stress has a is a huge factor in all of this mm-hmm. even even for kids and athletes and everything it's the stress and anxiety that comes with every day and everyday life it it actually stops your body from recovering it put the, it, it just your brain freezes and only thinks about the things that you're worried about and doesn't recover properly and then like like you said we see it in our clients where they come in and they might not look sore they're moving perfectly fine but you can tell they're just kind of out of it Mm -hmm. and that's one where we slow them down a little bit we let them take their rest in between sets a little bit longer we kind of push that a little bit more because that's clear signs that they're a little bit overworked whether it's physically or mentally both of those are important because in the gym it just takes one bad rep for everything to go wrong so you have to take your recovery in between sets as seriously as your sets that you're actually doing yep yeah um i, I know like our members like the or the workouts like to move along quickly yeah. a lot of people don't feel like they're getting good workout if their heart rate's coming down in between or whatever but you know to depending on your goals uh to get the most out of the workout you really want to be taking those longer rest periods you know like i i rest three four minutes in between sets but that's Absolutely. you know mm-hmm. because my strength training is not my cardio or my conditioning so mm-hmm. um you know if we're talking recovery um, and we're kind of getting granularly granular with it, um, recovery happens down to in between sets, right? Mm-hmm. Even um, you know in between reps, you know it. it, it you know if you want to get that that serious about it, um, and that's why I say your goals matter, right? Like mm-hmm. if James, who asked this question that prompted this conversation, you know, came in and said, "Hey, I want to be on the stage of Mister." Olympia mm-hmm. and uh, you know we'd say okay well you probably should not be playing hockey the night before you should probably get nine to ten hours of sleep and then yep. showing up at the gym and doing a hard workout with three to four minutes five minutes in between and maxing out and then 
going home and eating 20 eggs and sleeping for a couple more hours and then coming back again. Like, like it, recovery is a completely different conversation then. Um, but James, who's playing hockey a couple of days a week, comes in four days a week. You know, if he's a little tired, maybe, you know, move to the next day for your workout and, and then, you know, you'll be, you'll be good to go. Right. Um, but real life is probably the most important factor out of all of this, mm-hmm. right? Because there's a lot of unseen, uh, and, really unfelt stressors that do happen that unless you're mindful of it and, and have a good, uh, you know, understanding of you know your emotions and how you react to things, uh, you know, that plays a, a huge part, you know, not being able to um, lower your stress, your anxiety, your cortisol, if you're going to talk about that, um, you know, will definitely hinder any type of gains, muscle gains, if that's what you're looking for, or fat loss or whatever, whatever your physical goals are. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting because you know we I was talking I think it was to you, um, nothing ever goes right. You ever notice that? Like, <laughs> yeah, it, there's ever. always that thing like this is your goal and there's and this is a thought of it and there's a straight line, but then the reality is like this mm. up and down thing. But like when something actually goes right, it's a, it's a pleasant surprise. <laughs> you know, if you're prepared for it not to go right and you're prepared to deal with things in that way, I think it's a better way to start handling stress moving out of, you know, out yeah, of the absolutely. Gate. You know, taking that second to take a deep breath, step back and right. go, all right, shit hit the fan. How do we deal with right. it? Right, right. <laughs> and yeah. instead of just living in that stress and living with, oh, my God, this is wrong, this is right. wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, it's, it's, <sighs> yeah. okay, now what? Right. Yeah. You just got to move from it. Because mm-hmm. it, it has to be handled no matter what. Right. You know, it life, happens. Life goes on. Sure. And if, if you just sit there and you stress about it and stress about it and stress about it, everything builds. And then you come in and you work out, and then and then you're sore from your workout, and then you're pissed off because this person, yeah. You know, Have builds. you ever felt stressed out by someone else's stress? Like they come oh, in and they you talk can to see you. See it in their face. Yeah, and you're you're talking, and you're like, wow, you know, is this person okay? And they're obviously not. Yeah. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I feel like myself getting all fired mm-hmm. up because, it, and it's just them transferring. Like feel their energy. Yeah, yeah you pick up yeah. on yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I think the to, to kind of sum this up, uh, break it down to kind of like five maybe tips for somebody to um, boost their recovery, you know, or if someone is interested in, in exploring recovery. I think um, the first one would be uh, to make sure you're getting your sleep in, right? Hundred percent, right? So that's you know seven to nine hours, and you know uh, that's what they recommend. Um, Look, once you get over you the can. age of 35, you really only need six to eight, and actually as low as five is what the new science is saying. Oh, really? really? Yeah. I haven't seen that. As five? low as five. And once you get over, like, the age of, like, 55, 60, if you're a normally active person, six hours is, like, the peak. You wow. Need. All yeah. right. Yeah. Well, the more you know. Well, yeah. Well, anyway, get your eight to nine hours. So don't, listen, don't listen to John. <laughs> I haven't seen that research yet. But, uh, but anyway... I'd, I, I joke, but I don't get nearly close to that. I've, I never have. And I was going to say, you're like a 70-year-old well. man, then yeah. you're good to go. I'm perfect. I'm, I'm, you know, just like, you know, uh, you have big, you know, dreams looking forward. I'm living my life as a 70-year-old yeah. starting through good my sleep. Good for you. Good yeah. for you. Exactly. There um, you go. So anyway, um, so get your sleep, right? Make sure you're eating nutritiously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whole foods, real foods, get all your, your vitamins, your minerals, your mm-hmm. micronutrients, uh, all that. Uh, nothing processed. Yeah, nothing avoid processed. those processed carbs. Try to avoid the seed and the oils because they're inflammatory. Are, mm-hmm. Right. Right. There's more and more coming out about how bad that really is for you, too, all those yeah. seed and nut oils. Um, number three, stay hydrated. Right. If you're not hydrated, you'll never recover. You know, like it's just your body, your yeah. body, body needs it. Your body, your, your body is made up of water. We like are your literally body, 70% water. Right. Your exactly. body needs the water. So and it uses it for the most important things first. Right. Yeah. It's right. And you, your extremities are not important. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. It's true. So stay hydrated. Uh, number four uh, would be to keep moving, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're sore, you get a workout in, or it doesn't have to, have to be like a strength training, go out for a walk, right? I love, you know, I have scheduled built-in recovery walks in my week. I do them twice a week on Thursdays and Sundays. Those are my days off from lifting. Um, and I have where it's just zone one. I go out for 45 minutes to an hour. Don't let my heart rate get above 115 or so, 120. Um, and I just walk, and it's just a great um uh, recovery workout. Uh, you know, I, I don't really get too sore anymore for my workouts, but it definitely does help with soreness and stiffness and all that. Uh, and number five, uh, I'd say just don't be a bitch, right? Like, <laughs> you know, but like, I don't mean don't be a bitch, but I know what you, mean. you know, get, yeah. don't, don't let all the talk around, um, about recovery be a, a, a crutch to you giving into, you know, that weakness in your head, right? Like if you're a little sore, a little tired, a little, I mean, everyone in this room gets up early for the most part. Um, you know, there's a lot of days where you don't feel like getting up, and you know, Absolutely. but you do it anyway, right? You push through and you do it anyway. It's the same thing when you come into work out. There's plenty of days where I don't feel like, you know, even stretching. Like I, I look at the foam rollers and I'm like, crap, like I don't want to do yeah, this, absolutely. but you do it, right? You, you can do ask it any anyway. of the trainers in here when I go for my workouts, I sit there and complain and nag for the first <laughs> 15, 20 minutes and right. then I get right to it and it hits it. I hit it as hard as I can every single time. Right. Right. So, I mean, as long as like, uh, like we've been saying, as long as your goals aren't to, you know, compete on stage where we need to really make sure every little ounce of muscle mass is showing and, um, and, or if you're competing at a high level in sports and like, if you're a general pop, uh, regular person, like everyone in this room, like 95% of the people who come to our gym and probably go to every other gym, um, recovery is more of a feel thing so if you're a little bit tired push through if you can't get out of bed take the day off but that's uh you know don't overcomplicate it and stop using it as excuse not to hit your goals yeah so yeah. Um, all right I hope it's a good that's a good sum up that is a good mm. summary I, yeah I don't, I, feel, I don't have anything to say that's that. why he's no. our oh, good. host i'm not asking you to you respond <laughs> i am just the apprentice <laughs> that, is, that is true um no but you guys have any any final thoughts on on recovery before we wrap this conversation up no i, I think will, you hit it i always i will always say go back to the basics mm-hmm. get your baselines done and your it's body everything. should feel good Mm-hmm. On top of that, everything else is just a little extra work. Yep, and that's everything, right? Even training. Go back mm-hmm. to basics and training. If you hit a plateau or whatever, go back to your basics. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know, everything's back to basics. Absolutely. Good, good advice, John. That's thank why you. you're here. Thank you, thank you. I'll give Anthony. you what I give my track team. Okay, well, Eat thank enough, you guys for listening. Drink water. <laughs> oh, sleep <laughs> enough. And don't be an idiot. Okay. Well, there you go. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, but if, um, you enjoyed the show, if you got something out of it, uh, if you would like to help us out, like I said, in the beginning of the show, leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to this on, share this with your friends and family, uh, let them know. Oh, yes. I would just like to add something. So we finally got a nice review, right? We did. And with a request uh-huh. and he just got a personalized podcast directly to him as to what he needs to do. He so did. listeners, let that be a lesson to you. And yep. he's going to get some swag. Yes. So right in. Yeah. Leave you a, a leave a five-star review, yeah. recommend us mm-hmm. to talk about something and look what happens. Yeah. He's so lucky. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So sorry. I just no, no, I had to get that off my chest. It. I got nothing else to say. 